0: Hello, and welcome to Talking Trust with BBB. I'm Laura Blankenship. And I'm Ashley Gibbard, and we are the marketing team from Better Business Bureau, serving Eastern Michigan and the Upper Peninsula. 2020 has been a year like one we've never experienced, having many looking forward to 2021. Well, the new year is right around the corner, and with that comes new resolutions. While some wish for health and prosperity in the new year, others are just hoping to recover from the exhaustion on both your body and your bank account. While everyone is in the holiday spirit, the cost of presents, attending and hosting parties, and even holiday traveling sometimes slips our minds. When the harsh reality of those purchases set in, instead of dwelling on it, move forward with a plan that can help you save money and still enjoy the beginning of the year. Here to
1: talk to us about how to repair your finances and what you can do now to prepare for 2021 is Keith Harder. Keith is a principal and financial advisor with Raymond Financial. Keith, how are you?
2: Good, Laura. How are you?
1: I'm doing well. Thank you so much for being on the show with us today. We really appreciate it. Gladly. The COVID-19 pandemic has impacted both consumers and business owners in many ways, um, one of which may be financially. What are some of the financial burdens that you've seen your clients face in 2020?
2: You know, the pandemic has created a number of issues, uh, whether it's, you know, loss of a loved one. Uh, financial issues, and uh, also, you know, how to function uh, safely, and that can include um, social distancing and and so forth, you know, whether it's working from home or, you know, meeting family uh, only on the phone, uh, all of these kinds of things. So, um, you know, the the financial issues can come from uh, job loss or income reduction from a business standpoint. Uh, but it certainly has created a lot of issues for a lot of uh, people out there.
1: It absolutely has. Um, and so with that, what what would you say are the financial burdens that you've seen um, your clients face or what do you think are some that businesses might be facing? Um, and if you if they wouldn't be seeing it right now in 2020, is this something that they would see in 2021?
2: it really ranges a broad spectrum uh believe it or not there are some businesses and organizations that have prospered in 2020 so it's not everybody who suffered and that that can actually make it uh, um, perhaps more difficult for you know people that have suffered uh, but uh, on a business level um, you know the more uh, uh, service oriented or perhaps um uh, you know, in-person, uh, uh, involvement, uh, they've suffered more. Certainly, we can talk about the entertainment industry, uh, the travel sector, uh, a lot of these, uh, uh, businesses, uh, restaurants, uh, hospitality, uh, hotels, and so forth. They're all struggling, uh, severely, uh, from, uh, not just reduced income, but also, Uh, mandatory closures that have uh, uh, been mandated upon them. So uh, they don't have a lot of flexibility around that. So they're really just waiting for a post-pandemic environment where things can, you know, resume and get back to normal. Uh, One of the real challenges as you look ahead, you know, you'd mentioned 2021. One of the things that they're going to face in those situations is that, while there is pent up demand, um, you really need to look at uh, you know, how much uh, uh, resumption of spending there's going to happen. So, for example, if uh, um, you were going to take a vacation, uh, maybe you postponed that for 2020. Well, when 2021 comes, there's going to be a lot of people that are eager to plan a vacation. Are they going to plan two one for 21 and one for the one they missed in 2020 uh, that's an interesting question um, maybe not you know so maybe there is a, uh, a, a loss um, in that in that regard and so as they look to budget you know for a recovery I think that's something that people need to uh, businesses need to be rem- mindful of on an individual level um, you know you look at uh, uh, it could be a job loss that people have suffered. Uh, It could be, um, you know, uh, uh, maybe they were uh, laid off or furloughed for a period of time and they've been brought back, but they're still missing some income. And so they're trying to struggle through did they uh, tap into personal debt, uh, credit cards, for example, in order to kind of bridge their way through that uh, situation. Uh, All that is to say, uh, and what my recommendation would be there is to do some planning. <laughs> I'm a planner uh, at heart, and so uh, you know, assessing one's current situation and looking what uh, your situation is, trying to honestly uh, assess what the future looks like and can bring, and uh, uh, you know, look at what that situation means and how can you get to where you want to be, or do you need to modify some of your goals? Um, This is the holiday time period. People want to perhaps do more giving uh, during this year rather than less just because of how we're feeling emotionally. Uh, One needs to be careful. If you've had some income reduction, uh, that could be a dangerous situation to say, well, we're going to go really big on Christmas this year to make everybody feel better. Um, Understand that there are a number of things that people can do to quote unquote, feel better, it isn't just spending more money. Um, so uh, uh, careful planning and careful uh, uh, budgeting and really a holistic consideration of, of where one is at is, is always a good idea.
1: Absolutely. And um, I'm glad that you mentioned you know that some people may want to spend more this year um, because it, you know it has been a tough year. Um, and as you said, um, a lot of people probably do want to either give back or they want to uh, just just find joy again. Um, and it doesn't always have to be in spending. But for those that are um, spending more this year, once the holidays are over, they may look at those credit or bank statements and realize that they spent way more than they budgeted. If they find themselves in that predicament, what should they do next?
2: Yeah, It could be, you know, and COVID is probably or the pandemic is going to be an environment that maybe has triggered more of this. It's something that can happen to a household really at any time. You know, an illness of any kind could create that, a job loss, what have you. If one does not have a long-term financial plan to begin with, no better time than the present to create one. Uh, And and if you do have one, then certainly going back and reassessing and and looking at it, which is part of the process uh, invariably. Really looking at, uh, again, what has changed and how does one resolve? Again, you can look at your goals and say, okay, maybe the big family vacation, maybe that gets pushed off. I know that you know, having missed it in 2020 means that people want that more than ever, uh, or it might be buying a new vehicle, and maybe that's been put on hold. It could be any type of major purchase or a reassessment of just regular ongoing purchases. Um, look, the pandemic has changed the way that people live in terms of the budget for entertainment, for example. Um Most people I talk to are saying, gosh, we're just not spending money. We're not going out to dinner. We used to go out to dinner three nights a week. We're not doing that anymore. And so we find ourselves saving more money. Okay, well, that's helpful because maybe in some other areas, you're spending more money. You know, maybe your um, uh, video streaming bill for uh, additional subscriptions has increased. Okay. My point is that, you know, a reassessment of where you're at gives you good insight into where you want to go uh, most people do not have a solid grasp of where their money all goes today and I think that's really important and there are a lot of tools out there uh, that can be used um, you know whether it's uh, um, quicken or mint or uh, uh, a lot of different uh, online tracking tools that'll really just monitor your spending and create a budget for you that can be really helpful. Um, You don't have to, you know, work with a uh, financial professional, though, of course, uh, that's always a good idea because that can help you put it into context. Uh, But really understanding where you're at, what has changed, um, you know, it's easy to say, well, I know I'm not spending as much on entertainment. I don't go to the movies. I don't go to concerts. Um, I don't go to out to restaurants anymore. So, gosh, I've got money to spend on the holidays this year. Well, if your income has shifted at all, or um, one always needs to be cautious about, you know, I'm going to spend more now because I think I have a, a different financial circumstances. It can be different, but you really need to make that decision in the context of a full viewing of all of your finances. I think that's the critical part is to look at, you know, what all has changed, Uh, not just where have you reduced spending, so now I can spend more. You may have already compensated by spending more in other ways.
1: Absolutely. Is there anything else that you can think of that consumers should be doing right now or in the future?
2: Well, I, I think there are a number of money-saving ideas. Uh, I know of people that are, uh, you know, households that have two vehicles. Uh, If people are working remotely, people are working from home, why you may not need two vehicles any longer. Um, You may be able to manage. Uh, Even if you want to keep both vehicles, do you operate both of them or can you just operate and, and, and function as a household with one operating and drop the insurance coverage on the other, um, or at least uh, the most expensive portion of the insurance coverage uh, on one of your vehicles. Um, really looking back to that budget and looking overall, where does all of your money go? And and honestly questioning each of those line items. So um, that's always a good uh, a practice to be in.
1: That's a really good point. Um, something that I didn't think about, those vehicles that are just sitting in your driveway right now because a lot of people are working from home. Um, So I'm very glad that you mentioned that.
2: Yeah, I think there are, I I know people who've actually sold a vehicle and are just fine. And and now, quite frankly, are questioning, do they need to replace that vehicle once we're post-pandemic? You know, maybe they were near retirement and they thought, you know, maybe we can downsize our, our our household fleet once we get to that stage. And, and maybe they can uh, uh, function okay and, and, and use one vehicle and use temporary transportation like uh, Lyft or Uber or renting a vehicle if the circumstances dictate. Um, there are just lots of ways to really kind of rethink and think outside the box.
1: Absolutely. I know a lot of businesses are doing that too. Rethinking, you know, do we need to have a brick and mortar location? Um, because I think some businesses have seen that it is possible to work from home. Now, obviously, it's not in every industry, um, but I think that that's something that some businesses are looking into as well. So I, I think it's very important to, um, to, to look at the entire picture.
2: Right. It's certainly businesses are doing that. Um, our own business is doing that. Uh, but we're also being cautious about it. In other words, it's not just looking at today and saying, Oh my goodness! We don't have—we've uh, only got you know uh, essential uh, uh, employees coming into the business. So therefore, let's just not renew the lease and let's not have a brick and mortar building. Well, that may not be a good long-term decision either. So um, my only point there is to caution people to certainly be asking questions and assessing and looking at uh, potential planning, but also realize that. All of this, I believe, is temporary and that we will get back to resuming something closer to what we knew prior to the pandemic. Certainly things will be changed forever, but we don't know that everything has changed forever.
1: That's a great point. Um, it's, you definitely do not want to make um, a long-term decision just yet um, because, like you said, we, we don't, everything is uncertain right now. Um, but it certainly is important to do some planning, as you also mentioned. Well, Keith, thank you so much for your insight on what consumers should be doing um, now so that they're not looking at those statements come January and um, feeling overwhelmed. I think that you gave some great advice. Thank you so much for being here.
2: You're welcome. Thank you, Laura.
0: Now here to talk to us about ways to plan for financial stability in the new year is Tim Sullivan from the Strategic Wealth Advisors Group. Welcome, Tim, and thank you for being here.
3: Yes, yes. However I could help you out, that's, that would be great.
0: Well, we will um, jump right in. We happen to notice that in your email signature, you have the quote that people don't plan to fail, they fail to plan in financial planning. Why is it important to have a financial plan?
3: Well, you, if you don't have a plan on paper that you could track that you have no plan at all, you know, we like to tell anyone who walks through our door that a lot of times people have just their 401k or their investments, but that's not really a plan. Those are just investments. You know, what are they trying to do in the long run? You know, what's that money there for to provide income in retirement or to, you know, live out their bucket list? But if they just have investments, they have no idea, you know, what or, or how that's going to get them through retirement. So got to have a plan, you know, and whether you're been investing for a long time or you're just starting out, you need to have something that you could track on paper, see how well it's doing. If it's not doing so well, be able to make changes, be it sidetracked, you know, hop back on the rails uh, to get to um, get back on track to, to, to your end goal, whatever that end goal might be.
0: And what are some ways people can say start planning if they don't have a plan?
3: Well, the, the, the main thing is to, to sit down, create a budget if you do not have a budget. And, and I always, because we're mostly speaking with people who are nearing retirement. So a lot of them, when they hear budget, they don't want to sit back down and, and create a budget. So the easiest thing to do really is go back probably your last three months worth of, of bank statements and see how much you're actually spending. And, and that's a good place to start because you could actually look at the bank statement and see how many times you went to McDonald's or, or Wendy's or fast food and you realize how much you're actually wasting. So creating a budget, looking at what you wanna do, let's say heading into retirement or you know, depending on how, how young or how old this person is, or maybe it's to pay off debt, you know, putting a plan together to start dwindling down those credit cards, you know, to maybe to one credit card and then eventually paying that completely off. Maybe it's putting more down on the house uh, to get that paid off heading into retirement. And then that bucket list of what do we want to do in retirement? And then you need to take part of the money that you're saving towards retirement and put that aside I like to say in more of a secure vault where that money is set aside so you can live out whatever your bucket list dreams are, that's what that's there for. The other money is there for income or emergency funds or anything else. And and especially early on when you're trying to pay that debt down, you definitely wanna have or start building an emergency fund because that's something that could definitely sidetrack you real fast Get you off the rails of that train, you know, when you need a new roof to the house or windows need to be replaced or something happens to the car, that could derail your, your it and ruin your confidence in um, early on when you're starting to save for retirement.
0: Thanks for hitting on that. I think that's so important, especially in these uncertain times that we're facing right now. For sure. Um, so once. the the customer has a plan in place, once they have a goal in mind of what they're going to, what they want to achieve with putting money aside or what have you, um, what are the next steps? Once you have a plan, what advice would you give your consumers?
3: I would say reviewing that plan on a regular basis. You know, for some people that may be once a month, for others it might be once a quarter, I would say at least twice a year. And make it to make sure that you're on track But also, you know, what else can we do to better our situation? Things change all the time, whether it's investment strategy, Um, goals have might have changed. Someone might have lost a job or, you know, maybe you have a chance to get a higher paying job or a promotion at work. So things change all the time. You just have to reevaluate things. You know, your risk, your, your, your risk tolerance will change. As you get older, you're going to become more conservative usually. So if that's the case, you don't want to be in the same risky investment that you were 10, 20 years ago. You want that to change as, as you um, get older in life and your risk starts to decrease.
0: Perfect. And could you touch on some mistakes you see consumers and businesses making when planning financially for the new year?
3: Well, the main thing is, is not having a plan to begin with. So, so not taking action on their plan for sure. Not having an adequate emergency fund. You know, you have to have enough set aside to where you don't have to go into your credit cards to pay debt, you know, uh, especially on an emergency basis. But I would say th- the budget, not having a budget, th- that's another issue there. Um, not living within your means for sure. We see that happen way too, you know, way too often. Mm-hmm. We, you, a lot of people will try or they want to have what mom and dad or grandma and grandpa have today, not realizing it took mom and dad 10, 20, 30 years to get there. Or we're so used to just charging everything. So, definitely living within your means, um, paying extra on your mortgage w- when you have uh, consumer debt. So, what's the right thing to pay off first? You know, whether it's credit card debt or, or um, you know, putting more down on the mortgage. So a lot of times they're they're paying the wrong bill that they shouldn't be paying on right away. And then not saving for retirement. A lot of times we're, we're not living within our means. So we're charging everything or getting this or getting that. And we're putting off what we're what we should be putting into our retirement. So when we do get there, we can, you know, live in retirement and, and be able to enjoy life, you know, life's way too short. And uh, when you get to retirement, you don't want to just sit in the house, you want to be able to travel and do whatever you want to, you know, whatever you want to do, whatever you enjoy, whatever you have fun doing. So I would, I would say not saving for retirement. And then, uh, uh, you know, I'd say that's a good start right there.
0: You just mentioned paying the wrong bill. Is there a rule of thumb or anything that our consumers could follow to know what they should be paying off first?
3: It depends on interest rate. You know, a lot of people might have heard of like Dave Ramsey, Um, You know, he has his own philosophies. It is, it's about snowballing, you know, getting uh, excited about paying that debt off. So maybe it's starting with the lowest bill first um, so that you feel a sense of accomplishment. Hey, I've gotten this $2,000 bill paid off. Now I could attack that next bill, you know, that next credit card of $5,000 and then that next credit card of $10,000. Where if you just try to pay that 10,000 it takes so much longer to pay it off and you just don't get that satisfaction of and of, uh, that sense of accomplishment. So I would say start with the uh, lowest debt, but also then you have to look at what's the interest rate I'm paying. So maybe it does make more sense to pay that higher interest payment off. Um, it really depends on that person or that couple's particular situation. And they might be able to transfer some of those balances maybe to a zero balance credit card. So there's a lot of different things that, that you know, might be suitable for one person, but not suitable for the
0: next. Um, so 2020 was a doozy for a lot of people um, and everybody's looking forward to 2021. Is there anything else you want to say about financial planning for the new year?
3: Well, to have, let's say uh, financial security, you know, you want to obviously try to pay off that debt, you know, create some passive income if you can, uh, start saving whether it's for vacations or 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 for retirement. But coming from the end of 2020, let's say, in holiday season, you know, they have to worry about paying that that debt they may have incurred from let's say Christmas shopping heading into the new year. So you know, make sure you're tackling that for sure right away and, and put as much uh, money um, that you can towards that debt. Don't let that uh, that skyrocket and, and because the amount of interest you're going to be paying on those credit cards and you know it, whether you might have to go without some things. So whether that is, you know, something that you normally enjoy doing, whether it's going out to the bars or the restaurants, which you can't really do right now anyways, you know taking that money maybe that you had set aside for pleasure or that you normally spend for pleasure every month and putting that towards your credit card debt or you know your bills in general to get them down heading into the new year you know start hopefully start the new year off you know with a bang in, in the right direction so if if you get that job promotion or you get an increase in pay maybe you live like you normally do like you did the past year and use that excess money to go towards your debt as well that would be a good start too.
0: That's a great tip. And I like that you touched on holiday shopping as well, because that can set a lot of people back. They don't realize they're doing it until it's, <laughs> until it's done. It's
3: um, so easy to charge nowadays, isn't it? Because you got that yes. plastic in front of you instead of actual cash. Right. I would say too, check your credit score. You know, we don't realize how important our credit score is, but, you know, our car insurance is based off of our credit score, you know, our, mm-hmm. our loans that we get for our mortgage or our credit cards, it's all tied to our credit score and not enough people are checking that, making sure that they're, you know, trying to improve their credit scores as, as much as they can. So please like review your credit at least once a year.
0: Perfect. Do you have any good resources to, for that? Not
3: really, except for going to the big ones, you know, Equifast
0: uh,
3: okay. or any of them. Just go on there, check it. There are some credit recovery companies that can help you out. You just have to really watch to make sure that you know they're they're reputable. Mm-hmm. I don't have any really off the top of my hand, but uh, definitely check that to make sure that you're 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 keeping your credit up.
0: Perfect great tip i want to thank you for taking the time to chat with us this will be so informative for our listeners
3: all right well you have a great day
0: you too thank you thank you becoming financially stable doesn't just happen overnight some things you can do today post-holiday spending include developing a plan put your credit cards away pay extra whenever you can stay out of stores both online and in person and return anything you didn't use and any unwanted gifts
1: Stay tuned for our upcoming episode where we talk all about cybersecurity.
0: Thank you for joining us for this episode of Talking Trust with BBB. Remember to visit BBB.org for all your business and consumer needs.
1: We're also on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and Instagram. You can find us by searching BBB E-M-I-U-P. See you next time.